Mike, Mike, Mike check. Mike check one two one two. Yes, oh. What's happening, everyone? Welcome into another episode of Mornings with Omar. I'm your host, of course, Omar. And I thank y'all for tuning in. We here we made it. Another week, another pod. This is this is episode twenty seven. Making moves, making power moves. Hey, let's give it up, man. Hope everybody's doing good, feeling good, looking good out there, you know, in the world. Beautiful time to be alive. Fuck it, man. Shit is great, man, so fuck it, let's go. Shout out to everybody. In the United States, I see you. Everybody in the north, the south, the west, Midwest, people overseas. Shout out to all the hall workers out there. Everybody out there making a way, making a living. Shout out to everybody on their way to work. Or if you're home in the shower, getting dressed, going to sleep. What a time. Hope you're happy to be here, because I am. Oh, man. Let's get started, man. We here. We made it. Another week, another pod. Like I said, it's me, your host, Omar. Uh, and I just want to start with some good music. A lot of good music came out recently that I've been listening to. And I want to, you know, let y'all know what's out there, man. Bull Wale put out a good album for Lauren 2. Something in your phones right now. You check it out. I really enjoy listening to this. It's been a while. It's been like a year maybe since uh, Wale dropped something. I think his last thing was uh, that uh, joint out. He dropped during um, COVID times 2020 with all the riots and Stuff like that. It was a little EP. I enjoyed it, though. It was something light. Maybe like five songs or so. Uh, six songs. But I think this is a follow-up to, uh, you know, he dropped for Lauren before, and I think it was a mixtape before. But, you know, I listened to this album, you know, on my way to work and just driving in the car and trying to get a gauge for it and see what it was like. I listened to from beginning to end. And, you know, honestly, Wale, he's, he's, I don't think he get enough credit for, for, you know, his, his artisticness, his lyricism, his skills as, you know, one of the people that's out here and uh, really consistent too. You know, I don't think he gets enough credit for being consistent because a lot of people, they take a lot of time off and, you know, they, they, they wait before they put other things out, but 
You know, it's like Wale comes every year and he delivers every time. Um, there was a couple songs that I, I didn't really care for. Um, like I said, the last podcast, he had the song with J. Cole, Poke It Out. Um, that song's on that album, but I wasn't really feeling that song. He had another couple more singles that he put out before, the song with Chris Brown, Angles. That went out for like a couple months. So, you know, it's a cool song, but, you know, it's already been played out by now. But that song probably did numbers, so I see why he put it on there. Then he had another single that he put out maybe earlier this year with Yellow Beezy called Down South. Um, I don't really care for that song either. It's been out for a while. I'm not a Southerner, so I don't really care for Down South songs. But the, the album has 15, 15 tracks on it. Three songs have been out already. Um, but besides those three, you know, for the most part, the rest of the 12 was really good. You know, I, I enjoyed it. Got some good features on there. Um, Rick Ross on there. He got a joint with Jamie Foxx. It's a little short song. Um, I enjoyed that. Uh, he had a song with someone named Aunt Clemens. That's a really good song. It's called Extra Special. I like that one, too. And then he got, like, his, his you know, Drake kind of song with the last song called Beverly Boulevard, where he, you know, kind of gives you that rapping, rapping, like we know he's capable of. So, you know, I really enjoyed this album, and I think y'all y'all should check it out for sure. Um, it's called For Lauren 2. Listen, this is the joint with, with, with Jamie Foxx. It's really good. It's called Delir- Dearly Beloved. It's just like one of those ones where, you know, you just wish it was longer because it's, it's only like a minute and a half. And Jamie Foxx still got a great voice. Listen, this is And I said, man, it's it's really that's really the that's it to the song, but it's a really good little short song that, you know, get a lot of replay value, I'm sure. I replayed it a few times back to back to back cuz it's just a nice little, you know, uh what it was called, like an interlude type of interlude type of song, you know. Um, but yeah, man, it, it's 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 good. While he's talking, he's talking, you know, his shared how like you know he doesn't get his flowers, but you know he's still nice and he's not into that real expensive bougie shit like you know red bottoms or whatever. Still rocking New Balances, but you know he's rapping like you know I, I got it though still. So you know 
I like it, you know. And if you like Wale, you know how I feel about his his one album, um, the album about nothing. That's just it's like a classic album, in my opinion. Um, yeah, man. I I mean, I think he should get his flowers, man. He's on the cover with his flowers. He wants them. I think they're just due. And he delivers every time, you know. Uh, but there was some other music that came out that I enjoyed as well. Uh, ta -ta -ta. Young Thug dropped an album called Punk. I didn't get the whole way through that album, but, you know, just all like the first four or five songs that I heard, I really liked it. Uh, I, w I definitely got to finish that one and, and see what it's hitting for. But I did enjoy it and I did like it. Uh, everyone seems to, to enjoy it. I think it's so like 90K the first week or something. It was pretty high numbers for it. For Young Thug, um, so that's you can check that out too. Um, Big Sean put out a single called um, "What a Life," and you know, something about Big Sean that makes me just when I hear before I hear something, I'm like, I, I doubt him. You know, I'm like, this might not be it. This might not be hard. I might not enjoy this, and I don't know why I feel that way, but I do feel that way. But then when I heard it, I press play, I listened to it, and I'm like, yo, shit is hard. This nigga's going off. And, you know, I feel like he, he, he's, by putting this out, it's definitely one of them songs where it's just like, yo, listen, I'm, I'm still one of the top tier people. Y'all still got to check for me. Y'all still got to account for what I'm going to do when I do it, you know. And I think it's like a statement song, you know. So I, I don't know if it's directed at anybody. I don't know if it's just one of those things where it feels like, you know, I'm just, I'm nice and y'all got to deal with me. So maybe it's one of those. I don't know. But I did enjoy it. It is a single. I think Hit Boy produced it. It's a good one. I played it a few times. I like when people rap, man. I do. It, it, there's something about rapping that you can't just, you can't discount it. You can't act like they didn't do it when they do it. You know what I mean? So even if I don't like it, you got to respect it. Um, Khalid put out a single that I really enjoyed called Present. I played this song a lot since I heard it, honestly. It's, it's probably one of my favorite songs that's out right now. I'll play a little bit of it just because I really think it's that well. But And I didn't like Khalid when he first came out because, you know, he got that. I think he got like a new artist award over somebody that I was just like, I don't know. But the song is hard. It's like a little bop. Even though it ain't like a ain't it summer no more. It, it kind of got like a summer vibe. It's just the boy's nice. I don't listen. I'm an R&B guy anyway, so this kind of gives me that R&B feels, R&B pop vibe. I don't know. Shit is tough. I fuck with it. You know what I mean, like I said, the song's Khalid, present. Really enjoyed it. I played it a lot lately. Um, but there were some other songs too. Pink Sweats put out a little single called "Nothing Feels Better." Uh, Pink Sweats from Philly. You know, I fuck with him. I fuck with his music. Uh, I like, I like what he does, man. It's it's different. It's it's like a different kind of R and B lane. It's not like others. It's it's really cool. So Pink Sweats, he put out a single. If you never heard of him, check out his little albums he put out. I fuck with him, and if you like R and B, and you like you know the shit that I be playing, then you'll like that too. 
and um, Summer Walker. I think she's dropping that album next Friday, November fifth. Uh, she put out a track list on on like her social media and stuff, and she dropped a single too with J. I think it was JT or Young Miami, one of them city girls. I don't know which one, but it was one of them. I heard a song. I wasn't really. It's called X for a reason. Seems like a little poppy, too poppy for me. So, you know, I don't. I like pop music, but not that. Not pop music from like R and B people. You know, like if you don't do it right, then it's just like you ain't had to do this. You could have just stuck with some smooth R and B shit, some smooth shit that was like your last album, or you know, something that's just more an R and B side, uh, a little less. Uh, BPMs or whatever it's called, you know what I mean? Where it's so upbeat. So I'm a little lower, lower tempo. Um, but I'm still looking forward to the album. It should be out next next week. I'll be obviously listening to it. Um, the album's called Still uh, Something. Shit's called Something. Look it up yourself. I don't know. But regardless, I'm going to look for it, and I'm going to check it out. But we still a week away, so I mean, we got time. But she did put out a single. If you want to check that out, check it out. It's called X for a reason. Featuring one of them city girls. Uh, Magic Jordan, he dropped the album. I don't know if y'all remember. I told y'all about a song that they put out, a single, maybe a couple of weeks ago called Waves of Blue. I really like that song. And it's on this album or EP, whatever they call it nowadays. It's 11 songs, so it's probably an album. Um, I've really enjoyed this, you know. it's It's really like a vibe, like all the songs, I only heard it all the way through once, but I did replay a couple of the songs, and they just got like a like a vibe to them, a feel to them, I'll play a couple of them, man, just, just to kind of give you a taste, but I really did enjoy this album, and the album's called Wildest Dreams, and the song, the title song, which is on the album, Wildest Dreams is really good too, I'm not going to play that yet, probably play it later. But I'll, I'll play one of these songs. Um, it has has Sway Lee on it, album. It has Drake on it. It has Diddy on it. So it has some good features. I think that's the only features. This is Summer Rain. It kind of has that Waves of Blue vibe. But I enjoy this too. You know what I mean? Shout out to Magic Jordan. Hey. Summer rain. Something about that song that makes me want to dance. I don't know. Get on some MJ shit. Fuck with that song, man. And... They got a couple more songs. They got the one with Diddy is really good. It's called Sway. They got the one with Sway Lee, which is really good. That's the first song, Dancing on a Dream. The one with Drake is good. It grew on me. I listened to it like three or four times. It did grow on me. First time I heard it, I, I, you know, you got to be in the right space, in the right mindset to to hear some 
certain types of music, you know, and this is one of them. You can't be like maybe too tense and you can't be, you know, thinking about other things. You kind of really just be relaxed and chilling and, you know, trying to trying to vibe out, maybe throw one up or something. I don't know. But Magic Jordan, they got the album, man. It's called it's called Wildest Dreams. And y'all should check that out, yo. Check it out. I don't I wouldn't stare you wrong. I know I know good music. And yeah, that's that. That is that. So, we're going to switch gears, man. Uh, check out some things, man. Talk about some shit that's going on in the world. Take a little little break here. Listen to some more Wale because he dropped his album, man. But this is old music, so don't think this is new. I mean, this is just one of those songs where I think Wale just did good, good shit, you know. Uh, all right, all right. Welcome back, everyone. We still here. We still going, man. Uh, so a lot of shit been going on in the world for the past, you know, a few days or so, past week or so. Uh, we had some what, actor Alec Baldwin. He shot and killed somebody on set. Uh, killed the cinematographer, the photo, one of the people, man. Uh, you know, tragic, tragic thing, and he injured someone else. And you know, the one of the great uh, Trump people. Obviously, I'm being sarcastic there. Uh, Donald Trump's son, I think it was Eric Trump. I don't think it was the Junior Trump. He started selling T-shirts for like thirty dollars that said "Guns don't kill people." Alec Baldwin kills people. Um, and I won't lie, man. That's kind of funny, you know? It is kind of funny because those people are, like, pieces of shit type of people. And, you know, the, the shirt is, is – I see what they're trying to do. Basically, you know, obviously if you if – there's been long disputes of gun rights and things like that. And so, you know, people always say that guns don't kill people, people kill people. And he, you know, he did the little play, guns don't kill people. Uh, Alec Baldwin kills people. I don't know, man. Maybe I have a dark sense of humor, but 
It's fucking funny. It's funny. Even though they're pieces of shit, they do funny shit, man. Like, Trump did a lot of outlandish funny shit, and I wouldn't doubt his son to fucking fall far from the fucking tree, you know? So, you know, that is a tragic thing that happened, and, you know, Alec Baldwin, I guess he was a good actor, cool actor. I don't know how this hinders his career at all, if any, but, you know, that's what happened, you know? Um... Other things that's going on, uh, vaccine mandates is going rampant out here. You know, jobs are, are are mandating employees to get vaccinated, and and the government's mandating people that are have ties with the government to get vaccinated, and uh, they creating new strains. They were at Delta Plus or Delta Sub Plus or something wild like that. I don't really know. Um. Uh, my job is mandating vaccines, so that's something that I got to deal with. Uh, they're mandating people that travel into the U.S., internationals, foreigners. If you're coming here, then you're gonna have to get mandated. I mean, you're gonna have to get you're gonna have to be vaccinated to get in here. With few exceptions, if like you're pregnant or if you're under 18 or you're under two or something like it's 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 some rich. Not uh, limitations to it, but if you're a foreigner and you're coming here, shout out to everybody that's listening overseas, man. I see you and I appreciate you. But trying to come to the U.S. and you're like over 18, you're gonna have to be vaccinated. So, um, or unless you are like sick or you had adverse reactions to vaccinations, or if you don't have uh, plenty of vaccinations readily available in your country, then you can come. However, if all those things don't apply to you, then you gotta you gotta be vaccinated. Uh, I'm starting to feel like you know at this point, with them just creating new 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 uh, new strains of this, you had the Delta John. People still wasn't getting vaccinated. People still was quitting jobs. They had like the record high of people quitting jobs in August. Like it's been the most people that ever has been quitting jobs in like the history of of America or some shit. Some crazy. Some crazy. I mean, number or whatever. Um, so, you know, I was reading that they had, like, the Delta Plus variant out in, like, the U.K. or Europe or one of them places over there. And it, it I don't know, man. It really has me concerned. It feels like that, you know, they're just going to keep creating um, new strains and new strains are going to naturally mutate into other strains until, you know, you have no choice but to get vaccinated because, you know, they're going to kill, they're going to create some shit that's deadly, you know, like deadly instantly type shit. This is just my theory, obviously. It may not be true. It's probably not true, but it's just some shit that I'm theorizing. And I don't know, vac- being, not being vaccinated in America is going to be a difficult thing. It's going to be an uncomfortable thing. They got California and New York City and New York as a state, not my bad, um, that's mandating vaccines for all, like, indoor events. So people like, you know, Kyrie Irving, who took a stand against, you know, just not being sure at this time. Um, you know, people are going to really struggle to either go to events, to go to football games, basketball games, concerts, restaurants, gyms, whatever. It's, it's going to be hard to get into these places in New York and in California especially also read that like an in and out burger 
in California was permanently shut down for not requiring the customers to show proof of vaccination before they entered. So, you know, people are losing their businesses permanently for not following these these procedures, these these laws, these new regulations and mandates and shit like that. Um, Texas, on the other hand, has uh, the governor. Shout out to that Texas governor, too, man. Um, just because I really like, I appreciate this. This is like looking out for the people. Uh, they banned, the Texas governor banned mandates in his state. So you can't mandate somebody to get the vaccine in Texas. And I applaud that, man. Like, I do. Because I feel like it should be up to the people if they want to get man if they want to get vaccinated or not like it shouldn't be something that's mandated it shouldn't be something that's yo basically you got to do this or you're not going to have a good job you're not going to have the job you want you can't work in healthcare you can't be a nurse you can't work in a school like there's a lot of places that you can't that you what you can't do if you're not vaccinated nowadays especially out here in Pennsylvania like if you work in any of those fields you're going to have to be vaccinated or you can't work in them and can't work in those settings you know you could probably work um, in a warehouse, but you probably can't work as a police officer. You probably can't work any government job. You probably can't work any hosp- hospital job, any mental health job, any job like that. Because you're going to require the, the, the vaccine because um, either the job's going to require it or because they get federal funds, they're going to require it. So it's going to get real uncomfortable out here soon if it's not already. I think it already is. And... You know, hopefully more states follow behind Texas because I think Florida also uh, initiated like they've been on the mass, no mass mandates. So they might be on no vaccine mandates. But, you know, hopefully more states don't follow behind New York and, and, and California. And surprisingly or unsurprisingly, those are like Democratic Democrat states. And, you know, these Democrats are really pushing all this vaccine mandates and shit like that. And. I was also reading that and, uh, they they have, like, a proposed package for, like, you know how they come up with, like, these bills where they basically, like, set up where all this money's going to go and shit like that and who's going to get what. So I've seen that the Democrats are dropping a paid family leave out, out of one of these bills that they're coming up with, which is a big deal um, considering that, you know, they vouch for all these things prior to running for all these seats and shit. And now they're going to remove one of the key things that, you know, people was looking forward to with Democrats being in the House and Senate, you know, and in office. So, you know, uh, where my stand is on any of all this stuff is, you know, nobody's really nobody's really for the people, it feels like, you know, Um, I don't think Democrats are. I don't think Republicans are. I just don't know who the fuck is looking out for the people of the United States of America anymore, you know, because we got all these mandates, which I don't, I don't really, I'm not really cool with. And a lot of people aren't, they actually stormed the Barclays center in in Brooklyn. Um, some people, some protesters who were in support, I guess you wouldn't call them protesters, some supporters of Kyrie Irving, um, you know, stormed the Barclays and basically was like, yo, we support Kyrie. Motherfuckers shouldn't have to get mandated, especially to play basketball, all this other shit. But, you know, that's a private company that's privately owned, so they can do what they want, man. Andrew Wiggins, he he said, fuck it, I'll, I'll do it. Kyrie said, nah, I'm good. And I'm, I appreciate people like Kyrie because that's somebody who has enough money, who has enough sway to be like, yo. And I think he even said, like, yo, I'm going to be the voice for the voiceless. Like, 
I mean, there is people that can't quit their everyday jobs because they're getting mandated for the vaccine and they want more information and stuff like that. And I'm one of those people that I want more information before I decide to do something like this. So, you know, you just you never know what what's going to happen and you have to be prepared for anything nowadays because, you know, the time can come where your job says, yo, you need to get man, you need to get vaccinated or got to quit by this time you know what i mean so it's definitely getting spooky out there man so everybody hope y'all keep your heads up hope you have backup plans if 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 you know this is one of those things that could possibly happen to you um da -da -da -da. uh let's see what else is going on out here um do 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 do, -do. NBA's back. That's one of the things that are that's that's back. You know, I'm I'm one of those people that are very supportive of of ballers' life. You know, I'm I'm one of the people that you can catch randomly doing basketball moves just randomly, and you know, whether it's at at work or at home, or you know, I hit my girl with a couple little euro step, boom boom. She don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm already passing. I made the layup already, and she just. Looking at me like I'm stupid, you know, but she don't get it. I just scored on her. So women, you know, all the women out there, I, I hope that y'all hold y'all hold it together because the basketball season is back and you might get hit with a step back or a little sham God or or Euro step and you don't even know what the fuck just happened, but you got scored on it and you need to sub out because your defensive stance is, is trash. You know what I mean? So shout out to all the people that fuck with basketball. I'm a basketball fanatic. Um, there, there's some things I'm surprised about, you know, so far this, this season is we only like four games in, but you know, Golden State like four and no Chicago Bulls is four and no best start since 96, 97. Um, Lakers is like two and two. Uh, the Knicks is doing well, three and one, I believe. Uh, Bucks is doing well, I think like three and one. It's, 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 yeah, it's very, real early, so I'm not going to like, get too like um get too like too far ahead of myself and start making these crazy proclamations and stuff like that. But I do like the way the Bulls is looking. You know, they're a young team, they athletic, they energetic, they can shoot. Um I don't know about defense, but offensively they're there. Lonzo's looking good. Shout out to just to the balls. Pause. That sounded wild. Um DeMar DeRozan that was a good pickup. Uh, Vucevic was a good pickup. You know, I just like the way they look, man. Got a solid starting five. Nice little bench. Um, and, yeah, man, I'm happy my Knicks is looking good. We beat the Sixers recently. We uh, beat double overtime. Uh, Celtics opening day. That was a really good game. Um, and, yeah, man, I, I, was, I was big on, like, yo, why the fuck did they pick up Evan Fournier? But so far he's looking good. We'll see how how long this lasts and if the squad really is like a complete team and shit like that. But as of right now, everything is looking good. Lakers is looking a little sketchy. They still trying to figure things out with, with, with Ron. I was about to say Rondo. I mean, they do got Rondo, but with Westbrook and, and shit like that and Melo's over there now. So still a lot of things to figure out. We'll talk more about sports later, but, you know, NBA season is back. And this is not a sports topic yet, okay? So we still going through – some shit that's going on in the world. Um, Sheba 
the Shiba coin. I told y'all about that like last pod too. Little crypto thing. Supposed to be the the, the crypto that's rivaling Dogecoin, Dogecoin, however you want to say it. Um, Elon Musk, I think he tweeted about Shiba. They said some anonymous person bought like 277 billion Shiba. Um, so people was definitely investing. It actually just hit the hit the highest it's ever been. Um, at this moment, I don't know what it's gonna be like by the time you hear this, but today it's been the highest it's ever been. Um, I've been talking to a couple people. They said they already up, you know, fifteen two bands already with how much they put into it. I think he said if you put like a band in it, you're gonna make like fifteen back easy. So you know, I got my little return back. Um, so far so good. You know what I mean? So if you if you invested in it. I don't know, like I said, I don't know where it's going to be at when you hear this, but they saying it could be the next big thing. What I'm telling you is get your profit, get your money, make a come up. I mean, how far you want to take it, that's on you. But Shiba right now is still good. It didn't even get on Robinhood yet. It's making all this noise while all the other cryptos is down. Ethereum's down. Bit, uh, Dogecoin's down. Bit, not, not Dogecoin, Bitcoin, Ethereum. Um, all the cryptos is down. Coinbase is looking like a fucking red flag. Um, but Sheba's up. So, yeah, I mean, you do what you want with that information. Hopefully, by the time you hear this, everything is looking good for you. If, you. if you're an investor, if you're a new investor, just, you know, do your research and and look up look up uh, information on, on what the cryptocurrency is and what these coins are. Before I even, like, buy a coin, I see, I look on the backstory, I read it. What is this about? What is this portray? Like, what is this supposed to be connected with? You know, so do your research and don't take your advice from me because I'm not a fucking expert, all right? But I do want you to make these come-ups because, I mean, it's better to to put $100 in something and, and make 50 75 100 or double your money off a quick quick little week. I mean, it's, it's better than... I mean, if you got a little money to spare, go spare it, man. If you got a little fifteen hundred to put in there, put it in there, man. Like, scared money don't make money, and 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 you gotta invest in something, cause otherwise, you just sitting around not doing nothing. You, you're not gonna invest in crypto, invest in yourself. You know what I mean, you're not gonna invest in yourself, invest in your children or or the future children or somebody, yo. You gotta invest in something, whether it's financially, whether it's mentally. Y'all know what I'm. Listen, you know why I'm here. You know what I'm here to tell you. I you know, we not slouches, we not sitting around doing nothing. Um but yeah, man, Sheba's one of those things where it's up, so you know, get in where you fit in, man. Make make things happen, all right. So uh let's see before we keep going. Let's 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 listen to some more tunes, man. I mean, this this is Magic Jordan. This is that John with Diddy. It's called Sway. I like this. Let's go. Look, he said, let's go. I said, let's go.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Something about that, man. It's a nice little bop. Magic Jordan, Sway, featuring Diddy. You know what I mean? We still here, man. Um, Listen, got a guest today. Uh, it's going to be a good little conversation, man. So before we get into that, let's let this rock for a second. But I'll be back. All right, Mike, 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 check one, two. All right, so, you know, we got a guest today. Um, we'd like to introduce y'all, you know, to my, to my lovely girlfriend. She's here with me. Round of applause, man. Shout out to Naya. She decided to join us, you know. And, you know, we're going to talk about some things, but uh, I'm sure you got some, some great opinions on on some stuff, but uh, first I want to bring up a topic that I read about, you know, that I thought was interesting, and uh, I've, I've basically the the I read the article that said most parents have no idea their kids, their kids' school are pushing transgender ideology, and this is interesting to me because you know me, I work at a mental health hospital. And I work with kids. I've been working with kids for quite some time now. And I've seen, like, kids come into the hospital, you know, just, I would say, probably prep with no preference, preferenceless, preference. That's probably not a word. But no preference on, uh, like, where they stood. They, they didn't say they were straight. They didn't say they were gay. They never made a, you know, picked a side. But I've seen kids come in. Not picking a side, but within like a few days of being there, they would all of a sudden say, hey, call me by this name. I want to be identified as, as this or call me this because I, I now identify as this because the influence of the other children there, you know, and reading this article, it basically said like, you know, schools with them teaching like about transgender, um, you know, just transgender ideologies and what it is and shit like that. Like they're, I don't know if it's like consciously doing it, but they're basically saying like, Hey, you know, you could be transgender if you, if you felt this type of way before, you know, cause kids, teenagers, maybe even like younger than teenagers. Um, I can't remember what it is. Adolescence probably. Okay. Adolescence, you know, they don't know if they like boys or like girls, you know, they're kind of just like, you know, that's my friend type of thing. That's, I like hanging out with him. I like playing with him or I like playing with her. If it's a girl or a boy, whatever. They don't think that they actually like these people, you know. So learning about uh, transgender or, or LGBTQ, whatever, at like a young age, I think it could potentially sway children into being a certain way that they're not even quite sure of what it is, you know. So, what do you think on that? Like, what's something that that you just hearing that story that it's a report? It's it's 
that's what people are, what parents are, are finding out that their children are being, you know, um, informed of all this transgender. I'm not a transgender, so I can't really speak on it, and you can't either, but go ahead. I mean, feel free to interrupt me. Okay, so personally, I just got into the workforce with children, and like Omar mentioned, they do... They are easily influenced with the parents that surround them in the mental health or whether in school or any basic industry, not industry, but um, institution. That's the word. So children are easily influenced. That's for one. For sure. We all know that they have to grow. They have to learn. They have to see their environment to figure out who they are, what they want to be, and to really develop properly and healthy. So if you tell a child... If you show a child an action movie or a show like Spider-Man or whatnot, it's Halloween, right? right? Everybody wants to be Spider-Man. They want to be a superhero. They want to be a villain. They want to be what they want. But if you put the concept that it can be a reality on top of that, it's not just a fiction, that's even more intriguing, don't you think? So if you tell a child you could be what you want to be, if you are attracted to this, that's who you want to be. And add on to the fact that society will accept that, that you can be that for the rest of your life, that's even more powerful. So as a child, they're given all this autonomy for their sexuality. Yeah. And they don't even know what they're doing properly. Like, they think that they know, but do they really know? But who am I? I'm not a child or an adolescent no more, right? Right. Everybody are entitled to their own feelings. So with that, um, how you said, the article that you read, schools are enforcing this because they feel as if the LGBTQ plus community is very strong. We know that For they sure. have a lot of influence on what they a lot of sway, right? So if they themselves as adults said when they were young, as adolescents, they felt the same way, who is to say that other children aren't feeling the same way? So they're pushing it onto schools and different institutions to say, let the child be free. So and personally I feel as if you shouldn't. Because a child why should a child be able to say who they want to be sexual, who they want to be attracted to sexually, but they can't pay a bill? They can't leave the house. They can't, you know, consent to sex. They can't True. do all these other things, but that yet they can consent to their sexuality. Mm. They were born with one sex, but now they can say they want to be another sex. But yet they can't do all these other things. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's giving me wishy-washy, you know? So that, that kind of brought up an interesting question for, you know, that I thought about now. So like, for instance, I haven't thought about this, but I'm going to just, Put the pressure on you right now. So if you had a child and they, boy or girl, and they said, hey, you know, I like boys, but they're like 12, I mean, or 11 or some shit. I mean, I mean, would you even know what your response would be or you just. You said if they were a boy or a girl. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they just was like, but they like someone of the same. Uh, sex. You know? Oh, so a girl saying they want to like a girl or boy saying they want to like a boy. Right, right. But so they're not I, at the age where they can actually like really figure it out exactly. Right. Okay. They, See, that goes a lot on parenting styles, you true. know, because at the end of the day, society isn't what's the only thing growing up my child. I'm the one that's raising my child as well. And my influence, like a lot of parents play a lot of part in their child's upbringing. So, I mean, yeah, sure. You can go to school, you know, and little Susie says she wants to like little Joanne. Mm-hmm. But are you little Susie? Does little Susie live in this house? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> little Susie does not. So, sweetheart, I mean, I will give you a little bit reach. I'm going to expand your little box of life. Mm-hmm. And let you say, okay, I'm going to give you a little freedom. Okay, tell me why. Okay, you're able to hang out with little Joanne 
in my house with the door open, you're able to go on little play dates. Mm -hmm. But you're not going to get so far as in holding hands and a little kiss on the cheek. I have to put a boundary on how far you could like little Joanne. You could like her mentally, but talk to me in the next 10 years. I'm not going to just put a whole restriction on my child. That's not my parenting style. I'm not a dictator. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to allow that child to grow with their autonomy and figure out what's what within the bounds of my rules. Ah, okay, okay. I see. That makes sense. I like that answer. That's a great answer. Um, I think a lot of that, some of, not a lot of it, but I think some of it is also trauma related, you know, I think, um, you know, for like little girls who've either their, their, their fathers were abusive or, or, uh, whether, you know, sexually or emotionally, I think it also plays a part in, cause I see a lot of girls that, you know, like I said, in my workplace, they want to be boys now. And I see some boys that want to be girls, but it's very few, if any. You know, I feel like I see more girls that want to be boys now. And when I talk to them and I ask them about, like, you know, because I'm curious, I just try to find, I, I, I dig without letting them know that I'm digging. And I figure out, like, what their family history is like and where their parents are and, and shit like that. And a lot of them either been abused by their dad or their dad is fucking uh, no longer there or... You know, um, but a lot of it is, you know, abuse by their, by their father or whatever. I mean, yeah, so yeah. I don't know. I'm sure there's some type of correlation, but I don't, you know, I don't know if it directly, like, correlates to, you know, I'm not going to make that assumption. I mean. I mean, right. One thing I was, you know, being, taking psychology classes has taught me is that influence and can come from the environment, can come from who you grew up with, can come from trauma, can come from a lot of different things. Nobody knows the real exact element that turned this person into what they are today or what they can be so in a situation like that what if you know females are very open with other females we know that right they grow up with other females they go to the bathroom together they learn mm. all the traits oh. a female has when they grow up right oh let's go to the bathroom yeah let's do sleepovers we don't mind going to the bathroom and you know using the guys bathroom don't go to the other. bathroom together. guys don't do that but girls do right True. so let's say you know in today's society we give you could be whatever you want, and you could like who you want. As a young girl, you know, growing up in a situation like that, and they're telling you you could like a girl, if you like how, you know, what you see or what you felt, because it, it happens a lot when, as a female, you're now saying, okay, what if I want to like a girl? This felt good, you know, even though we were just playing. But back then, a long time ago, we knew girls were supposed to like boys, so that unless they really, really, really liked it, they wouldn't deviate to that standard right, over there. Right, okay. So you could think of it as just... Things that they were exposed to. Yeah, experience, like you mentioned. So the father doing this, or she just wants to have some control over herself. She knows she wants to be a man. She wants to have what a man has, uh, the power, the, you know, people look at her like, oh, you know, a little tough, I ain't soft type of person. Yeah, yeah. So it all depends on, there's so many different factors at the end of the day. I agree with that. That that was just an interesting, um, interesting little article I read, and it, it just had me thinking, so... To see what you thought about it, it is. I, I do see like a lot of that, um, wanting power, wanting say so over you know, um, what happens to them and, and how people perceive them and things like that. But you know, I'm, I'm not a transgender and you're not either, so we can only just That's give true. our opinions, you know, I and mean, how we interpret things. I would like to, you know, be the stronger person in the relationship, hypothetically speaking. You know, I want to be able to call the shots and be relied on just as much, but. You know, as they say, some females have to fight for that. 
So sure. I guess we choose who we want to be. And, you know, how we do it is how we do it. I've, you know, me being just an informed person, I know how hard it is for, like, you know, women in this world and all that. I tell you all the time I'm a feminist, you know. Cause <laughs> <laughs> even up to this you know, day, you I, I support <laughs> I support women's rights and shit like that. So, um, yeah, man, yeah, I, I spoke to me like a f- true feminist. Thank you, thank you. You know, I should be the leader of the pack. You know, but um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So that was an interesting conversation. Um, well, uh, for now, I want to switch gears. You know, talk about maybe either like some movies or shows or things that we watched recently that. You know, we thought was really interesting, or or, you know, things that we liked, and maybe that we could tell the audience. You know, one of the things I like to do is I watch things, and I think it's good, and I, I tell the audience because maybe they like the same shit I like. I don't know. Maybe that's why they listen. I, I, I don't know. But uh, have have we? First of all, have we seen anything recently? I know we watched you together. We started to. Well, we started to watch it, but I left you dry and high in. You know, what, what episode did you make it to? I think we're like on episode three or four. Okay, so what's what's happening so far? Okay, guys, for all those that has watched you, this is season three you, of of you, by the way, right? Yeah, season three is okay. very trending on TikTok, Facebook. Everybody has something to say, and I agree with the one thing that everybody is saying: Joe is carrying the show, and Love is a dumb biatch. You could call. You could. You could curse I know. I know. I'm trying to change my life for the better, y'all. <laughs> so right now, Love is going on a whole. I don't know what spree. She's out there for people. Is she soul searching? She ain't soul searching. She no. out there murdering. Oh, damn. <laughs> Love, she is very impulsive. Mm. She is very selfish. Mm. She only thinks about herself in the guise of she's doing it for the relationship. And somebody made a, a t- uh, statement on TikTok before. Um, Joe is in love with the thought of love. So he married somebody who's named love. But love is basically pulling him down and trapping him in a relationship he doesn't want. Mm. But he's still looking for love. So, so I got a question. Is Joe taking care of their, what's it, their son, right? Yeah. You or know, no, they have a daughter. No, is he a has son? a son. Okay, he has a son. So is he taking care of the son while she's out here just... Oh, Joe is trying his car darn best, my guy. <laughs> he is trying to hold that family together. He is trying to change. Damn. Y'all, this is a perfect example of, you know, by a guy trying to be good. But, you know, somebody's attached to him and just pulling him down. Damn. Poor Joe. Love Damn, it out Joe. there holding him back in life. Damn, Joe. I didn't think it would have been him, yo. I thought it would have been, I thought it would have been him and not her, yo. I nah, thought nah. he would. Because, you know, I've seen the first episode, and so I've seen... I may have seen the second one too when he was having a little shit with the. I mean, with like, the yeah, he's he's struggling, and, but he's trying. Right, Love right, on the other right. hand, just she just doing she just doing shit. Damn, damn, damn. Mm. But yeah, that's one show that's you know being trending and has a lot to say. I had to stop because something really happened in the show, and I just had to stop for a minute because I couldn't believe just Love went off again. Couldn't believe it. Oh shit! Couldn't watch I it. I mean, I mean, you could give the spoiler. We could just say spoiler alert. It. Spoiler alert! You know. All right. So. Love killed out like in the first episode or second episode, right? Right. She, she and like did. an episode or two that. later, she out here knocking people out and putting them putting them in a cage. Like, come Damn. on, love. I mean, at least you didn't kill this one, but come on. All it's, he did was give your child the measles. <laughs> it was a it was a a parent or it was it a child? it was a parent. He, her the parent's child gave mm-hmm. love's newborn the measles by mm-hmm. accident, obviously. Right. Right. But. You know, that's her child, first child. She freaked out, you know. She didn't freak out. She just said, this, this bitch got to go. 
So and put her in the cage. You put him in the cage. Put yeah. him in the cage. Yeah. Oh, but shit. yeah, that's that's you fear you fear. Wow. But on off that topic, a show that Omar hasn't been watching because he's not an anime fan. There's a show called um, The Way of the House Husband. New episodes on Netflix, you know. Mm. So if you guys have been keeping up with that, that's What's a really this good show. show. About? This show is about basically a yakuza, basically a mob guy, a gang member, whatever you guys want to call mm-hmm. it. You know, he got married, and she's a businesswoman, so she basically brings in the bread. And he out there Bread taking winner. care of the house. You feel me? You know, he gets a lot of bad oh, impressions. You told me about this. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He has a lot of bad impressions because how he looks, how he acts, how he talks. But he has a good heart. You know, he keeps, he bakes, he cooks, he cleans, <laughs> he does the dishes. He cl- oh, that is a man you want on Super your side. Husband. Right. So it's just very entertaining, very comedic to see how it's two sides of a coin trying to be one. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's something you guys should check it's out. Called, say it again. It's called The Way of the House Husband. The way of the house husband and this the is way. on Netflix mm-hmm. do you know the way the way the way find the way yeah okay uh I've been watching this show like on Hulu it's been called Dope Sick it's it's like a a docu-series thing um it's pretty interesting so I don't know if you'd be into it but maybe some of the, the listeners would be into it so have you heard of Oxycontin I know what oxytocin is no, no, it's oxy. <laughs> okay, so oxycotton is a, is a drug that's like it's supposed to um, help with like pain and shit. It's an opioid. I mean, and you're not from America, but there's been like an opioid crisis. Okay, you got to just sell the word because because there's like a crisis in America. So I don't, see. Did you did you know there was an opioid crisis in America? I didn't even know what opioid was until just okay, now. So opioid is like a certain type of uh, drug, whatever. So. Um, yeah, so the opioid crisis, the show is basically, it's a backstory on how uh, Oxycontin came about and how it got introduced into the, into like the mainstream America type shit, you know what I mean? So, this is dude, it's a family actually, who, you know, this dude in the family funded it, funded 40 million out of his like family, whatever, they're like a real close family, Some called the Sacklers, I think. And he he funded this Oxycontin drug for forty million, and the, the drug could have like sunk the whole family's company. Shit, they could have went broken, whatever. A billion dollar family. Um, but Oxycontin took off. You know, it it's became one of like the most popular drugs. Uh, a lot of people like overdosed on it, and it, it, it's it's been like one of those drugs that's like uh, I, I don't know how to explain it, but for Americans, we know. I mean, so Oxycontin is one of those drugs that's just like. It took off, you know what I mean? And basically, it, it talks about how it came about, how it, it's the, the FDA, which is like the Federal Drug Administration, people that, like, approved the, uh, the vaccines, you know what I mean? Um, FDA gave it, like, a funky label that said, like, one of its kind label that said it's less addictive than other drugs. You know I mean, only fucking pharmaceutical drug to get that label. So that's what's made it, like, it take off, like, and then all the the the... the it was called Purdue Pharma. That's the company that, that funded the, the drug. Then they start funding um, they start funding organizations that supported the drug, like pain organizations, the National Pain Academy type shit like that. That's not what it's called, but it's like to that effect. They start putting all this money behind it, and the drug took off, whatever. Anyway, it's really interesting, and I'm not doing a good job explaining it right now, but it's like on episode five right now. It's really good. It's one of those documentaries that, 
people like me just geek out about because it's random information that are true. That's true. And it should happen. Like, I live to see the shit. So it's interesting. It's on Hulu. And, you know, anybody that's, that, that want to geeks out to some shit like that, definitely check it out. I know that's probably not some shit you watch, but it's, it's definitely shit I watch. And I'm looking forward to, to the new episode later today, actually. Episode five. Yeah. Good job, Omar. Thank you. Did, did, have we watched anything else outside of? Outside no, of you know we've been a little extreme. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'm gonna play some cricket. Oh, that was the drum roll. All right. So, um, let's see, man. Let's see what else I got in my in my in my topics here. In my phone. Uh, you you want to take a break? All right. Let's let's take a break. I'll play some music. Uh, do your thing, and we'll be back. I mean, I'm play some. Play a little another tune here. Um, da, 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 da. This is this is the new song by the weekend. Um, I'm off to a flame. I'm looking forward. Hopefully, he drops something soon. But here we go, man. Check this out. I'm off to a flame. The weekend and Swedish House Mafia. Yeah, man. Hope you all check those shows out. And shit's kind of interesting. Um, the way of the house husband. New season of you, season three. Dope sick on Hulu. I, I think they're on episode five now. And um, yeah. So it's nice to have you on the on a podcast. You know, I, I've I've asked you to to join me a few times, but you've been oh, a, he lying. You've been a, you've been a little hesitant. You said that. You know, I had to pay you and and and. Oh my god, y'all see how been, guys be carrying on these niggas? Oh my god. Yeah, you know I mean, and but it's cool. You know what I mean, you join off the strength, and I appreciate it. You know I mean, nonetheless, and I hope the listeners enjoy it too. So, um, I just want to talk about relationships. We we fresh in a relationship. We brand new in this. I feel like they feel like it's been years, bro. I feel feel like Tired, it's been bro. years yeah, already, right? That's what I'm saying. And I, I thought I'd ask you a few questions for the. For the audience and maybe you could ask me a few questions that you know we'll see how this goes and hopefully this goes well for the uh for the listeners man hopefully we don't um we don't uh bore them here uh so uh you ready for this 
Carry on. Carry on. Okay. That's, that's, that's a yes. All right. So, um, do you have any fears in this relationship? We've been together about a couple months now. You know what I mean, do you have any fears in this relationship? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I came right. I came right with it. You wasn't even expecting it. We didn't. We didn't I mean, I didn't tell her these questions beforehand you or nothing. Hot and heavy, just yeah, like I mean, how you tried to start this relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, real quick and to the point. You know what I mean? I want you to know I'm here. Uh, so do you have currently? Do you have any fears? Because all he is trying to spill our business like that. Oh so my we, God. we ain't gotta. We ain't gotta be too open, but you know. Uh, I thought it'd be interesting. An interesting question. Um, I guess you know a typical thing that happens. You know, the way that it starts, you know, diminishes. I guess that could be a fair. You know, true, true. Honeymoon phase type things. That yeah, you, you know, you, you know, we both psychology majors, so we know the stages in relationships. You know, yeah. the first stage is honeymoon; everything's great. You ignore the red flags. Then mm-hmm. after like three to six or so months, you know, you starting to see the red flags. And then after that, you know, you decide whether or not you want to stay. Mm-hmm. With those red flags So I guess I'm Trying to figure out If we could keep This momentum going I mean of course It's not going to be As strong as it was In the beginning But it's still got to be a, You know a good A good vibe going on You know mm-hmm. You know okay. who knows Maybe one day I'm just going to be Screaming and yelling And try to punch you In the face The question is Is she going to stay <laughs> <laughs> Yeah toxic <laughs> Toxic Okay That's a good uh, That's a good answer I like that Deep. Do you, you want me to go? You want to go back and forth, or you want me to just go through all my questions? Do you uh, have you can go through all your questions. Okay, sure. here we go. Um, uh, have you learned anything about yourself since being in in, a, in this you know newfound relationship here? Yes, I learned that it is possible to get rid of bad old bad habits. I learned that it is possible to do something if you put your mind to it. <laughs> that sounds like some thought shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, for real. Like, because guys, come on now. Shit. Us girls, you know, if we want it, we could get it if we try hard enough. You know, when you're single, you got a little bit of freedom going on, right? True, true. So once somebody tries to tie you down, you got to get let go of all the different avenues that you had. Wink, wink, girls. You know what I mean? You know, different. <laughs> you know, you gotta stop talking to who you used to be talking to. Who you was, you know, what? <laughs> who you was kind of, you know, depending on, quote unquote. You know, Dang. just for one person, and that's that's an adjustment because they be thinking you that got hoes. No, I, I believe that. <laughs> I, I believe it, it's an adjustment for sure, and that's not me being, you know, a smart ass. I'm pretty sure, like, um, because women, I'm sure y'all get like way more attention than guys. So you know. You go from like entertaining niggas, even if it's like on a friendly level. I, I it don't is. want. You're right. Yeah, you know I mean, and then kind of like, all right, well, now y'all niggas is probably either annoying or I can't. You can't respond to everybody. No right, you're right, trying right. to commit. And right, to commit, exactly. you got to really let go of old For habits. Sure. It's a, you may think it's easy because you like that person, but it really was habits. And we all know habits. You have to really try to break hard. For sure. So sure. It's, it's a mental. It was a mental thing. I okay. guess it was a mental. Okay. All right. Cool. Next question. Um, uh, I only got like two more, so this this, this should go by fairly quickly. All right. So, um, the start of this relationship, right? Is it has our start been different than any other starts that I've had? Yes. Or is this like 
a similar start to something. No, no, this one is mean different, and I and I really like it. I love it really. Really, you know, because okay. you know, in the day and age of social media and whatnot, it ain't nothing but to send a text away, and you know, chop it up a little bit online, meet in person, you know. Yeah. And that's how I've always been doing it because, like you mentioned previously, I ain't from America. You feel mm-hmm. me? So a lot of the things I did because I was a little trapped in my university was through social media. Wagwan. Shut up. That is Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Jamaican. Right, so, like, you know, what was the question? <laughs> uh, has this has our start been different than Oh, yeah, yeah, starts? yeah. So this was an actual start where I, you know, it was the most I ever went out. Because mm-hmm. I was in university. I just graduated. So coincidentally, when I started finally going out, you know, somebody finally hit me up in person, you know, without me having to do some eye contact, some light, you know, distance flirting and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Girls, you know what I mean? You know, let them know we interested. Right, I right. didn't do a damn thing. And niggas be <laughs> slow, yo, because niggas be like, well, for me, uh, I can speak for myself. Other niggas may catch on quicker, but I don't know what somebody likes me. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard for me to gauge because for men, or at least how I perceive it is, you know, this day and age where you really need consent for a lot of things. So, like, I'm very cautious on, like, if you like me and you're, like, throwing, like, subliminals or, like, you know, women flirting shit. So, it's like, I don't know if she's really flirting or, like, if she if she likes me, likes me. And, you know, you know nothing's wrong with that. And listen to me, all the men that's on this, right, listening right now, is that women... We, we we are a different breed, and we like to flirt if we are the flirting type, or we like to send subliminal messages, and sometimes we really mean it. But let me tell you, if she really likes you, she's going she's gonna to make it known. She's going to do things that, you know, it's not just wishy-washy or back and forth. She's going to be like, hey, not I don't too mind. too vague you. type of shit. Right, not too okay. vague, you know. And so, man, you know, shoot your shot, and it's going to be pretty clear if it's a yes or a no. And if it's still in the middle, test it out. You know, know your worth at okay. the end of the day. Okay, so you heard that here, fellas. From a woman, because I know y'all, I give y'all a lot of my perspective. But, listen, it's fair to shoot your shot. Until she say no, pull up, cuz. Like, you know what I mean? No, for real. Put you pressure mean? on it. Put, put, uh, women like pressure, too. To be honest. They like sure. pressure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I had to come with it myself, because I'm not used to this. But, anyway, next question, man. Yeah, I'm about to switch on yourself. I got a last question, man. And this may be a little cheesy, but... um. You can answer it or you could just say pass, okay? If you say pass, then I have to take a shot. I mean, race no bitch. So, facts. All right, so, um, what made you say yes? You know, I asked you to be my girlfriend and shit like that. You know, but it was... So, what made you What made First, you go along with, with, with this First of all, we have to do a flashback I mean. because... You didn't just ask me. I prompted you to ask you didn't me. Prompt me. I was like, how come you didn't ask me? <laughs> you can't tell me I it doesn't mean, get you more... said that, but... I've already like You implied it before. I've already implied it, right, exactly. Yeah, but you didn't you know, then I brought it up again. I never yeah. So I you know girls we know what we do to get you know, to get what we want. We push them in the direction whether they know it or not. So That's true. That's you know That is true. So when you what yeah, I say a little nudge yes. like you're uh, yo. Yeah, you're like we, we try to push them. It's like, you know, walking a dog. And I'm sorry to say it, but it is. Uh, I get what you you mean. know, we, we, we tug the leash a little this way or a little that way and the dog thinks they're walking that way by itself. No, ah, I'm sorry. Okay, okay. We didn't we didn't do that. It, it, it's really all you. <laughs> yeah, it was. Okay. You know? I did that. Okay, so, so what I feel me? I officially feel trapped, fellas. Don't I mean, no. don't get trapped out here. One. If you feel as though you're getting pulled, you're probably getting pulled, man. So But you wanted to be pulled. Sometimes, sometimes we need to, we need to, we need to, we need a little, 
the nudge. You know what I mean, you did a lot, but it, it was a nudge, and that's mostly what it is. You at the end of the day, you had the right to say yes, no, do it or not. You know, right. we just implied what what we wanted. Right, right, right. So what? Uh, why I said yes mainly because you know. He didn't do anything wrong, ladies. <laughs> I had no legitimate reason to say no. And we know we have that feeling when we said, mm, I don't want to do it. Or he has a reason. You have you find the smallest yeah, reason yeah. to say no. He, I couldn't find any at the time. Hey. So if I could have found something. <laughs> so if I could have found something, I may have pushed the date a little bit longer to see if he could meet my standards. Okay. Which, which you should do You never just give in Because they ask You right. let them meet your standards mm-hmm. So you know But he really didn't do anything And I figured Why Why the hell not You know okay. okay I appreciate that Shout out to you yo Round of applause to Nate yo Yay <laughs> I'm applauding for saying yes That's what you can't do You know what I mean For sure For sure Alright so That's all my questions man I mean if, if, you, if you don't have any questions Listen we can move on And I appreciate you attending But if you have some questions, I'll do my best to answer you. I mean, you answered yeah. all mine, and you was a trooper. So, I mean, I want to give you the same respect here. So, so I only got, like, three questions. Okay. And oh, I did mine based on a topic, mainly um, the beginning stages of a man mm. before he does what he does. Okay. <laughs> so. And I could be honest here, right? Yeah, be completely okay. honest okay. because okay. women would like to know this because it's really trending on TikTok. Hey. Oh, of course. Y'all, I be is. watching TikTok. Listen, man, she does this to me all the time. As a man, what entices you to approach a woman? Mm. So it has to be looks off off rip. I mean, off rip. Off, off rip. It has to be looks. I have to be physically attracted to you. Otherwise, I'm not going to approach you, okay? So ladies, you hear that? That means yeah. if he came to you, he liked what he saw. I like what I saw for sure, okay? But once I start speaking to you and I start either... And I know when I first met you, I was a little intoxicated. However, I mean, I can still gauge, you know, your intellect by your responses. Okay. For me personally, it's about intellect. Can I have a conversation with you? Can I get past? Can I tell that you're just more than just a pretty face? I mean, being more than a pretty face is very important. It's very imperative to to me wanting to know more, wanting to dig deeper, you know? So don't go too deep. Right, right, right. So. That's, I'll leave it at that. You know what I mean, I, physically attractive, and then after I speak to you, can I tell that there's more to you? So basically, when you speak, is there a connection? Right, like I need to know. Is there a vibe? A vibe for sure. Like when I give you my energy, I need that same energy return. Now, niggas, you, you, I don't know if you've seen, but niggas, if you don't get the same energy as that you're given, a lot of niggas get a, a lot of niggas be getting um upset. Like, have you seen people like? Men try to shoot their shot at women. Women turn them down. Niggas get mad. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right. So if we ain't getting that same energy back, then niggas get, some niggas get a little weird. I grew up in the Bahamas. I know what a cat call is from the side of the road when only dust on next to you. So you can't run too far. Damn. So <laughs> you got to find a way. Yeah. So my second question, thank you for answering that. For like, sure. you know, I feel like a lot of women would like ask that question of why don't men approach me or, you know, yeah. why did he approach me? You know? Oh, okay, so okay, okay. I feel that's something I should ask. My second question is, what do you think makes a man want to commit in the sense that it's general, not really just you, but as a as a guy, you have guy friends. You guys got like 12, you know? So yeah, like, yeah. What makes a want, man want to commit? Yeah, like thought process and, you know, wanting to pursue, wanting to date that person. Okay. Um, well, I think men look for something that's different than other women because especially like 
now today in today's age, you know what I mean, with social media and shit like that, a lot of women want to be Instagram models or they want to be like, you know, they want to have this like, um, like this notoriety type of thing where, you know, they want to have a lot of attention on them. So I think men look for women or would like more women that didn't, I won't say like that didn't like the attention, but knew how to handle it if they did get it. It's like I mean? a balance. Like, could you be right. somebody outside of that attention? Right. So like, I mean, knowing who you are and, and knowing like how to like, I don't want to say manipulate, but like play both sides of it. You know what I mean, Understandable. You know, I feel like a lot of women tend to get caught up on just one side because it's, it's kind of hard to maintain a balance when you don't know who you are. So exactly. I feel like a lot of women should have, you know, know who you are before you try to pursue too much different things and avenues because you could really lose track of a different, like of yourself really. Yeah. So, and I say for guys too, like, I mean, I know a lot of guys, either want to be like musicians or want to be like, you know, other types of things uh, or sports people or whatever. But like you get too caught up in it, then you don't you don't even know who you are. You don't know what else you want to do or, you know, that type of thing. Yeah, because when I think about it, um, as a woman, I could want to pursue all of the different types of, you know, Instagram models and stuff like that, makeup artists on Instagram and all those things, right? But then the question is, when I get into a relationship and this guy really has substance and he wants to see him from me, why yeah. I'm the only thing I'm able to pull is, oh, this other Instagram model's boyfriend does this or, you know, you're supposed to do this or you're supposed to... Why mm-hmm. is it supposed to? Is it something that you think that you want, that you really tried out before and you like or is it just because it should look good on the ground right and, and a lot of my old toxic relationships stem from a lot of that like a lot of what it should look like and what it what it ought to be and oh why didn't you post me for women crush wednesday type shit or why didn't you do this or why didn't you comment on my picture type shit and right. to me that shit is toxic and it's it's like it's not like it invalidates exactly how i feel about you you know I mean- that's a that's a little touchy because like what if who she is she her love language is you know being a little bit showed off you know staking her clean True. maybe she's a little primal you know True. she likes stuff like that she figured out when he posts me it really makes me feel happy not showing the world that he posted okay. me so that's something you have like to really that. communicate and say okay I like this I feel like this is a requirement for me to really be happy yeah. you know stuff and like I think that. it's important to, to voice that too right you know that's why you have to know yourself so when you get in a relationship you can clearly you know validate and explain why you said what you yeah, said yeah, yeah. and they can't say nothing afterwards because okay. you made a legitimate point so for, for those out there who likes that type of thing convey that to your partner and let them know like you know showing me off uh, shows me that you really appreciate you really me, like appreciate you really like me, and you want the world to know it. And I really like the fact that you want the world to know that right. I'm yours. And I'm one of those people who like to show, you know, my woman off. Um, right now, I'm in a, I'm in a place where I really like my privacy, especially in the world where everything's so public. But however, like I do like to show my woman off, and I am like one of those people. So I would I'd be the person that does it un un. Uh, like, baby, I don't know what you're trying to say, I know, so I can't I know. help you. Like, <laughs> not being prompted to type thing. Like, I would just do it, and you'd be like, "Damn, you posted me." Like, I'm one of those people, right? right but see, that's a little iffy, iffy because but I would, if I mean, she don't like being posted, I know, I know. Communicate, and, guys. But yeah, communication. Like, yo, baby, I'm about to post this picture. Right. I feel that's like all this you is have a to good do. Picture. 
I mean, I enjoy his picture, whatever. Or, you know, and test then, her a little bit, be like a week before or days before, be like, babe, what would you do if I posted a picture of you? You sure. know, if you want to make it a for surprise, sure. still, yeah, you know, yeah. test the waters. I like that. Okay. Okay. You, okay. you have one more question or two more or so? Last question. Girls, I'm trying to help you all out. You feel me? Oh, Yo, for real. You know? Listen, I'm I let y'all know what's up with it because, you know, we always saying, what wrong with these niggas? <laughs> you feel? So, <laughs> City Boys is winning. My last question is. Do you think the soon age cook, clean, and be pretty, that thing, is still the guidelines that men want? Like, you know, is mm. that really still the baseline? Or has it changed? Mm. Or be honest, because you know That's what I mean? That's a good like, question. You know, us women, I'm going to be honest. You know, we still want to All right, I got to answer this one for the culture, for the fellas, okay? So I can't answer this one biased with my thinking, with my, <laughs> with my feminist views, okay? So I have to remove myself this and answer for the fellas fellas i'm not gonna let y'all down all right yes it is still the baseline however there's a caveat to it okay so i mean we still need more we still want more i think uh a lot of men that i spoke to or at least like my friends i'll I'll speak for that and i'm not gonna say names because i don't want to put them on blast but i know my friends and the things that we spoke about is that we do like those things cooking cleaning Pretty face type shit, but we want a woman with with goals or or is like moving towards something, you know. Like I spoke to my friends who have girlfriends that didn't do shit, who just kind of like either collected a check or they work, but outside of working, they didn't really want to do more than just like you know their regular nine to five type shit. And and men want more because I feel like I'll speak to this personally. I feel like it helps drive men. To go further when their woman is doing something and and you know doing more than just a the it's a average, little bit of pressure. It just, yeah, up, right, up, it up, adds like, just a little pressure that makes me all right. Now I want to. Yeah, I mean, I see her going hard. Let me go a little harder. Yeah, I mean, it kind of kind of gives us that extra little motivation type shit. Right, but I mean, I'm gonna add something to that. Like personally, I feel like it's the type of man because in my experience, I've seen men that will want to cook clean and be pretty type. Just to have that type, not to say that they want it because they deserve it or they could equal up to it or they could be on So they just want like a trophy wife type of thing. Mainly, like they don't want to be a trophy husband either. Why can't we be trophies together? Like if you want me to do this, you got to do this. Why can't you do that? If you're going to start, if you're going to talk about the Stone Age, a woman wants a man who could protect, provide. And be there for the family, the head of the family. So True. if you want to cook clean and be pretty, I want you to do these things. I don't care about the looks at that point mm-hmm. because I could say my mom takes care of me. And I've seen, care of my I've house. seen like, like ugly niggas bag some bad women, and I'd be mm-hmm. like, how the fuck they do that? And he's making sure she's staying there. Yeah, yeah. He 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 checking all the boxes. Right. Sure. So when I see you know a nigga just you know barely surviving on a job or. Ain't even trying to find a better job or, you know, mm-hmm. go up the, the ladder or trying to do some other side gigs. And he have this bad girlfriend who, like you said, you know, some, I don't know what's wrong with some, some women these days. Trauma maybe or whatnot. But a lot of them are insecure sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. And she, they stick with who gave them the first, them the, of, the first straw, the yeah, first piece of bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> she's doing stuff for him. And he's just soaking it up. Mm-hmm. So... When I say that, they got to be the type of man to want that. 
I deserve that type of woman. Not okay. to say I'm about to be cooking every now and day. For sure, because you, you don't. You, you yeah, know I mean, me. I have to do my. I have to play my part and start cooking. I ain't too, no so. dummy. I could cook, mind you. It might be a little simple because I'm tired or because I working now. But I need to know that you could do it too if I'm tired. For sure. Why we got a boat store? Well, why we got a boat spend money? Somebody mm-hmm. gotta do something. You feel? For real. For sure. For sure. Okay. I appreciate that. Um, let me see if there's anything else in here that I want to ask you before. I let you go. Say, ask me, y'all. He's trying to I dig know, deep and get dirty. No, I think, I think that's it, man. I think there's nothing else outside of that. Um, do you, do you have any anything else that? Um, yes, I wanna, do have something wanna, to add for my ladies out go there. Go ahead, man. You know? Speak to the ladies, y'all. This the ladies, floor is yours. Listen. You don't got to stay with nobody if you feel like you ain't up to par. If that little thing whispering in the back of your ear. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, like, oh, no, seriously. It, I, this could go for men, too. You know, if you mm-hmm. really feel like it ain't working <laughs> or you feel like they ain't up to your standards and you're just settling, miss, don't do it. Mm. Mm-hmm. And if you're waiting for that person to come, they normally do come. You don't expect it because I didn't expect Omar. Hey, Hell. hey, shout out to me. Who names their son Omar? Yo, my mom. <laughs> yeah, shout out to my mom. Shout out to Mama Joan. Hey. <laughs> so, like, you know, ladies, do what you got to do and focus on yourself, you know. And if you was like me, focusing on yourself while focusing other, on other people, because I wanted a man at the same time. Because I felt like, you know, like, I deserve one. You mm-hmm. feel me? <laughs> for sure, you did. I deserve one. I was I worked hard for it. Got my degree, went to get my job, got my own place, my own car, you know. You know I, mean? I feel like I deserve the man to come take care of me. And God bless you. <laughs> God bless us both. You know what I mean? You feel he, so, you know? He gave you me and, 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 and vice versa. Yeah. Vice versa, right. So, ladies, sure. do what you feel is right. Always go with that gut feeling. Don't let nobody tell you different. And, fellas, listen, man. Oh. Just, just, nah, nah. I ain't going to say that. You see how we try to hide bad, behind yo. me? I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. I'm going to let you speak to the women, and I'm going to leave it at that, yo. Mm, guys, was, hey. treat y'all women right. Treat, treat you. Exactly. I, I second sometimes that. they don't know better when they're in love. Come on now. Y'all don't, yo. And don't don't be... Listen, I will say this to the fellas, man. Don't don't be putting niggas above your girl. Don't be putting uh, hanging out on a block or, or or all this negative shit when your woman's probably the one that supports you the most. Right, you know what I mean? because she don't... And, sometimes and, they don't know better, guys. Yo, they just want you real. to be happy, so... Yo, and, and they... Women do be looking out, and sometimes, fellas, we just all we gotta do is listen and pay attention. Right. I mean, sometimes they have the best interest, and and our best interest too. So, shout out to the women, man. Shout out to all the women out there. Shout out to the women listeners. Yeah, I mean, I ain't got the gunshots yet. I'm gonna put the gunshots in here. So, like, <laughs> you know I mean, I let I let them shits off. But anyway, let me round of applause to my girl Maya. Thank you for joining, man. I appreciate it. Hopefully, we can do this again sometime soon. Acting like he don't be and in my house. What you talking about? Like you going on a trip? <laughs> uh, hey, we 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 are going on a trip. We out here, so you know. Thank you. I appreciate it. And you know, so ne- till till we talk again next time. All right, welcome back, y'all. So you know, once again, thanks. Shout out to my girl Naya for joining us on this on a beautiful pod, man. But before we end this, let's talk about some sports. Talk about some football. Week seven recaps, man. Um. We had some uh some good um some good matchups some good some good uh da, 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 fucking scores and games and shit like that. Shout out to my fantasy football team. I'm I'm back on top six and one out here. Yeah, you know I mean doing well. But here we go, man. Um, first half Browns beat the Broncos. Uh, fucking uh, 
Baker Mayfield was out with a with like an arm injury, but Brown still won. They shouldn't have won, but the Broncos just sucked that bad. So whatever. Um, Packers beat the Washington Redskins or uh, Washington football team, whatever they call it now. 24-10, but now the, the Packers is down. Both their top receivers are Devontae Adams and Alan Lazar for the Thursday game against uh, the Cardinals, 7-0 Cardinals. So that's going to be interesting to see how Aaron Rodgers does without them. Chiefs ran and threw all over. The, I mean, Titans ran and threw all over the Chiefs, 27-3. Got ugly. Pat Mahomes is not looking like himself. Um, Chiefs is not looking like themselves. So... They got a tough game ahead against the Giants, who just won. It may be a tough game. We don't know. But the Giants just shut out the the Panthers, basically. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Patriots blew out the Jets, and the Jets lost. They they, they quarterback Zach Wilson of the future. So 54-13, to man. Um, Patriots got a tough matchup this week against the Chargers. We'll see how that goes. Hopefully my man Keenan Allen does well for me on my fantasy football team. Like I said, the Giants beat the Panthers. Chubba Hubbard. Let me down on fantasy football. I started him. I picked him up on the waiver, and he did absolutely nothing. So I got one more week. Hopefully, he does well against the Falcons. Um, but other than that, they got they got giant. They got killed by the Giants. You know what I mean, so Raiders beat the Eagles. To my surprise, I had money on the Eagles, but Eagles let me down, of course. So I'm never putting money on them again. Um, Eagles also lost Miles Sanders to an injury, ankle injury, for maybe. Excuse me, maybe for a couple of weeks. We'll see how that goes. Um, that was the first game without John Gruden, so maybe the second. I don't know. Who cares? Um, Rams beat the Lions. Uh, Cooper Cup still balling and looking like one of the top receivers in the league. Um, actually, he leads the league in receiving. Um, I think he almost has a thousand. Rams is now six and one. Uh, tough division they in, and we'll see how they go going forward. Lions is zero and seven. Man, it's not looking good for them. Cardinals blew out the Texans. I have Kyler Murray in my fantasy. He did me right. Uh, three touchdowns. Interception, but who cares? He still had like 20-some points, 24, 27 points. Doesn't matter. Cardinals played Thursday against the uh, Packers, like I said before. So we'll see how that goes. Shout out to the Cardinals. Shout out to them. Um, Buccaneers beat the Bears 38-3. to uh, Tom Brady threw for his 600th touchdown pass, the first one in NFL history with a 600 600- Touchdown passes. Um, Mike Evans accidentally threw the the 600 ball into the stands. Fan ended up, ended up giving the ball back for, you know, little to no um, compensation, in my opinion. But Tom Brady said he'll give him a Bitcoin, which is worth about $58,000. So we'll see. If he gets that, then I think it was all worth it. Otherwise, who knows, man. Otherwise, he got, like, season tickets and signed jerseys. That ain't shit. I'd have kept the ball, and I got up out of there. Sold that bitch for a million dollars, you heard. Um, Colts beat the 49ers 38-18. I knew the Colts would win this game for some odd reason. I don't know, but I, Debo Samuel did get, do me right in my fantasy. So, shout out to Debo. Um, they have a game against, I don't know who. I can't remember who this week, but um, Colts did win. I think they both were like 3-4 and four down or 3-3 three and three or something like that. So, whatever. Saints beat the Seahawks in the close game 13-10. I was scared because I was going against Alvin Kamara, and he almost, like, brought the dude I was playing against back. But he ended up uh, not scoring again after that last receiving touchdown. He gave the ball, like, almost 30 points, but still lost. So, shout out to me. Like I said, man, I got my fantasy football doing well. 
Um, this week uh, I have a tough matchup of going against Cooper Cup, Tom Brady, going against Thielen, Zeke Elliott, um, Antonio Gibson, um, James Conner, Marvin Jones. It's going to be a tough one. Um, I have Colin Murray, Debo, Keenan Allen, Daryl Williams from Kansas City, Chubba Herbert again from Carolina. Gronk is back for me. I appreciate that. Nick Chubb is back for me. I appreciate that because I had a tough last week. All my running backs are gone. They're hurt. Um, Chris Carson's still an IR for me. Um, I picked up Deshaun Watson just to see if, if I can hopefully he get traded and somebody need him and I trade him for somebody good. Otherwise, I'm going to drop him for the deadline. NFL deadline's coming up. Um, T. Higgins. Oh, shout out to my Bengals, too. That's the last thing I forgot to talk about. We blew out the fucking Ravens. Shout out to us. We own the top of the division. We up uh, five and two. You know what I mean? We doing big things. Ravens is five and two as well, but we two and zero in the division. So we out here going strong. We got the Jets this week. Actually, yeah, we got the Jets this week. So we're going to be six and two. This is easy money. You know what I mean? We up. Jamar Chase just torched the Ravens for 200 yards on eight catches. Listen, man, we back. We better. And niggas got to recognize, man. So. That's that, man. That's the recap. I'm looking forward to week eight. Um, Listen, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Appreciate y'all for checking me out. This is episode 27. And before we wrap it up, man, play my last song for y'all. This is Magic Jordan, Wildest Dreams. Until next time, it's your boy O. I'm out. It's a dream, a dream come true. I find it hard to believe It's a miracle God gave me you I find it hard to believe Take it nice and slow Wrap your legs around me Take it nice and slow And I won't let you go Oh my
Oh my 